welcome back. Before we get started with today's video, don't forget to like, share and subscribe and leave a comment down below. So I am here with Megan Armitage, who is an actress based in London. Megan, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Thanks. Yeah. In spite of, in spite of things, I'm pretty good. <laughs> this is really interesting. No, this is significant because we've actually just done a show together, but this is the first time we're actually meeting. Yeah. And in that show, like we're essentially like the first half of that show, like where our characters are going back and forth, talking to each other. And for anyone watching who's wondering how's that possible, that is the magic of quarantine theatre. <laughs> um yeah so uh so what are your thoughts on online theater um i suppose like it it's something that it's it's been like a crash course in online theater really because i suppose before um before this whole experience like this last year online theater basically would have said to me kind of something like a live stream um you know from one of the big theaters when they kind of have national theater live or something like that um that was really the the way that i would have kind of thought about it or basically just a live show you know streamed directly from the stage um so this has opened up i suppose just through necessity kind of the ways that theatre might be done um, with the need for social distancing and uh, everything like that and um, just different ways to to get theatre out there I suppose like generally I would always prefer to see a stage show on the stage um, kind of even you know even in terms of kind of like National Theatre Live or anything like that I'd just much rather see it on stage with kind of like all the the liveness and the, that kind of feeling that you get when you're in a theater but i think this has thrown up kind of some interesting ways that people are starting to to experiment with how theater might be done it has challenges because i suppose you have to you have to take more into to account the way it might bleed into kind of filmmaking and things like this like this experience with this particular piece that we were doing i found it challenging to record it and to know how to present it mm -hmm. because you you just don't have other people to kind of play off and I was kind of like thinking of things in my head about how am I gonna do this because this is gonna be need to be edited together yeah um, in a way that's coherent so it felt it felt a lot more like recording something you know for, for tv or film and um, mm -hmm. so I felt a bit at sea um in how to in how to do it really how did you find it in that way uh it was challenging like you know when we initially had our kind of like first one-on-ones with theodore i thought he was going to say like he would want us to like ha record ours on like a, a recorded zoom like we're doing now yeah thing. yeah and i thought that would have been kind of more natural and it would have added like a little something um yeah because I was, I was just, because reading it off the page is one thing, but when you're with someone, like, I don't know, maybe when you're going through the lines, if, if we were doing it together, maybe you would have put like something on the line, which would have created more of an emotional response in me. And that could have changed the performance. Um, so that, that would have been interesting. But, but yeah, it was just, 
I guess it was just an exercise of kind of like using my imagination to the best of my ability to imagine the way you would have done the line and how it would have affected me. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it will how it will come out um, because you don't have that kind of like people playing off, you know, people playing yeah. off different things and off um, what someone else is doing. Um, so it, I mean, it's quite like, it's such a surreal piece anyway, that mm -hmm. that might, you know, that might kind of like work in a really surprising way. The fact that we've all been doing it, um, doing it separately. Yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued just to see, like you say, how it will work out. Uh, how yeah. did you find your first session with Theodore? Um, I suppose, I mean, like you, I kind of had this idea that it was going to be done in a different, probably in, in quite a different way. Yeah. Um, so I think because it kind of, I suppose it became apparent to me as well, kind of as we were doing it, that it was going to be a much bigger thinking job while I was filming it than I had kind of, that I had kind of realized, like, like I've seen, um, I've seen read-throughs of plays online, like live read-throughs, um, since, you know, since there's been lockdown and everything like that. And it's much more of just a kind of like a table read. So there's not, you know, there's not as much to kind of take into consideration. Like the actors were obviously, you know, really well prepared and everything. But with this, I kind of realized it was going to be a very big, mental operation to try and remember what I was meant to be doing like yeah. who I was meant to be talking to kind of so it took it took a lot longer than like I think we were on a call for about two two and a half hours maybe kind of or it it was more like two hours rather than you know rather than the one hour I think that that we had scheduled it was tricky I suppose it's a different it was a very different kind of process than what a theatre you know what a what a theater rehearsal might be the fact that we were also kind of rehearsing in isolation away from anyone else who was going to be doing any of the other characters yeah and just reading and then scanning the page looking for my next line kind of like wishing that there, you know I was kind of wishing that there was someone that you were like there to kind of like read the lines in between because I didn't know what it was didn't really know what I was what I was doing but um but I suppose that's you know that's that's one of the things that's kind of interesting it worked mental mental muscles that i hadn't uh, probably like worked in quite a few weeks <laughs> not interacting with people while you're doing the piece at the back of your mind did you also find yourself thinking about like the editor as well just i don't know maybe pausing like a little bit longer so they can cut it yeah i mean i because i think theodore wanted to like we, we'd worked out that it was maybe two takes but I did the longer one where it's kind of like our dialogue between between us as one but then later on I just realized I had to do a, quite a few short different you know separate takes with um with me with the mask on and me kind of laughing and then doing a random line here and um so it yeah I I was kind of worried for the editor while I was doing it, to be honest, because I was like, oh my God, I, I, there's no way I don't, like, I, I don't know what the dialogue in between here is and I've no idea kind of, you know, how long it's going to take for everyone to deliver that. Yeah. Uh, so just hoping that there was going to be a way that they were going to be able to cut and, you know, cut and edit and make it, um, 
make it you know make it look uh coherent because i know it's a tough it's a tough job editing is a tough job (laughs) and on something like this god it must be it must be crazy of course we didn't go live but we 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 pre-recorded our our scenes uh did you find yourself getting nervous beforehand before you started uh during the recording um i i did a i did a bit and this is something that i i think one good thing about um like what's happened over the past few months for me is that i've practiced self-taping a lot more just for four different things and you know different challenge things and I used to get nervous taping all the time even if it was um just a little you know a three line scene that I had to do because um I constantly be thinking about you know external things that were going to happen in the middle of the take and you know is this one going to go wrong in the middle after I've done you know like done two minutes or done 20 of them already kind of thing um so with this, I was a bit ner- I was nervous at the start, especially because it's quite a long piece, and I kind of felt a bit the pressure of trying to do all the dialogue in one take. Um, so I suppose I just get a bit I get a bit of anxiety about getting to the last line. I mean, before I kind of like deliver the last line, my mind's always going, "Oh God, oh God, oh God, what if I like what if I mess up this you know this final five seconds?" Um, so yeah, I still, I still do get slight kind of like, oh, you know, how's this going to go? But yeah, not, not to the same extent. I'm sure if we had gone, if we had gone live with it. (laughs) How did you hear about the, the Showface Festival? I'm actually trying to figure out how I did it. It was through social media. I think it might've been. I think it might have been an Instagram post. Um, I think that it must have come up on my feed because I have a, another actor friend who I was at Mount View with, who I've seen has been, um, and she's she's a close friend who I've seen has been promoting the festival. Yeah. And so I'm she's in Luxembourg at the minute, but I'm going to message her and see if she's involved in one of them because I figure that that might have been how it might have been through. Um, through her, through being connected with her, that it might have come up on my feed. Um, so yeah, Instagram or something, I think. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. I've spoken to uh, a few people and social media seems to have come to the forefront in presenting opportunities during lockdown. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Um, I'm not very good at it. I'm just not very good at it. And and that's partly through my own kind of um, not really enjoying being on it, you know, for, for long periods of time. Um, so I kind of go through phases and very sporadic with it. But through this, it has been like, it has been a really great way to just keep in contact with people and and just to know that the work is on a kind of hopeful level to know that there are people just still getting work out there and, you know, and, and making new work and everything like that. Um, that even though things have physically kind of like stopped that it's still, the wheels are still going. Yeah. Megan, I'd like to thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, just before we go, uh, where can the people find you on social media? At 
Meg underscore A5 on, on Twitter. Okay. Um, M-E-G underscore small A5. Um, that, yeah, uh, I think it's the same one. This, this shows how much I kind of like, how much I know about my own presence on social media. Um, but don't worry, if, if it's not correct, I'll have a look and I'll put it in the description down below so people can, can follow you and, uh, and see, uh, they'll be aware of any projects you have coming up and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I have I've got an Instagram account and I've um I've also got um an account for a show that I have. Um I have a solo show okay. um that kind of was in different stages of development, you know, before before this happened. Um so I'm kind of like hoping to get it up and live again when I'm finished. So there's there's kind of a link through my Instagram to that as well. What is your solo show about? It's um, it's so it's it's an it's an Irish show set set in Ireland. I play a tour guide. Um, and so basically, it's slightly immersive in that the audience are the people who are coming on the tour coach with me, um, and we're we're doing this tour of Ireland. So it's, I suppose I'd call it a dark comedy. It's it's kind of got that you know got that kind of tone. Um yeah with a bit of an unexpected kind of twist so a lot of um you know about the folklore and mythology kind of of ireland but um not always very factually correct okay, okay <laughs> it sounds interesting yeah <laughs> it's, so, a fun, it's a fun one to do yeah so hopefully you, you ideally would you like to do that in 2021 hopefully hopefully yeah i kind of um I had applied to the Paris Fringe Festival. I had a, f a friend who um, who was going to be involved in in doing that this year, and um, what with everything that happened, they went online. But then they kind of encountered the problems of live streaming shows and then being taken down, like blocked on YouTube, you know, for for different reasons and that kind of thing. So um, I pre-recorded it, the show. To, to go up on the festival website but then I had uploading problems kind of as well the internet kind of let me down so um yeah it's kind of it's there ready to go so hopefully live maybe some festivals next year I'll see what see what happens and see where I can go okay um Megan thank you so much no no problem no problem um Look forward to seeing our show. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we just released uh, some posters for it, like the, the schedule yeah. has come out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, loads of stuff, it's great. Yeah, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to, I'm sure in the group chat, people will be like talking about their responses to it. And yeah, so yeah. that'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay, so uh, thanks guys, and we'll see you soon.